Hey, what's up? Welcome to Unnatural 20s, a comedy podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the roles of a D20. My name is Cassie and I will be the DM for this episode, which means that I will be the one rolling the dice. As DM, I also get to pick the theme of the episode and I get to make my co-host do whatever I say, which is uh, my favorite part of this. Um, It's a lot of power and today I'm using that power to its full extent. I'm going past what is probably past my power, but I'm going to make it happen. I'm extending the spooky season by one whole day. Um, Because if you're looking at the calendar, you may notice that Halloween just passed and we're now officially in Turkey Month. But you know what? Fuck Turkey Month. Nobody cares about Um, Turkey Month. It's um, definitely October 25th. I hate to break it to you. Yeah. On which day? (laughs) On Monday. The 25th? Yeah. That's called October. (laughs) What? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) You gave up a whole week in October, Cassie. <laughs> Cassie, Cassie, did they you're call breaking. The was this weekend? I did think it was this weekend. <laughs> Is that why you have your costume ready? That's why I'm dressed up. Is that why? <laughs> you're just so cool. Why you're you guys clown. to come with your fucking costumes? Okay, so I have no power and I'm a big dumb idiot. But we're gonna celebrate the spooky season on time. It's It's right before you have a week to prepare for the spooky season. (laughs) Fuck me. (laughs) Time is a concert, Cassie. You're right. You're right. Halloween is past and we all forgot. I I was just looking at Galen and we were making eye contact of like what? <laughs> I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a joke, and then she broke down. So it's it's not. She is How actually is a clown. This? Okay, well, we're deep in the spooky season. <laughs> I stay true to fuck turkey season, though. So <laughs> um, let's just go ahead and celebrate this shit. <laughs> um, how I want to celebrate it, you guys. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, since we have so much time to celebrate here a whole week, because that's how the calendar works, is I, I need my friends, my good supportive friends who are laughing at me right now. Good supportive friends who have access to calendars. <laughs> yes, and who let their friends know who we are indeed still in the spooky season. Don't dress up just yet. Too soon. Cassie, Dude, I'm I, dressed up already. You're too late on that. You're dressed up. Our dogs have dressed up every single day. And I've told you the <laughs> amount of days that our dogs have dressed up. Did you think we were only like 20 something days? I thought you missed a lot of fucking days. No. <laughs> I was prizing myself for not. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's like a decent record, but you didn't hit all the days. Not all 31. <laughs> well, um, these friends that you hear of mine here, um, I'm going to go ahead and introduce these spooky friends of mine. Um, I'm going to introduce the most terrifying mind in the game. Uh, her search history, you'll never want to look at. It's my friend Books. Yeah, I tend to write off my search history as research for stories. I just have a very dark and curious mind. I will research things I don't need to know. Um, yeah, I've been called soulless. I've been called creepy. Um, By people who have looked at your history? No. I just in general? I don't think so. I, I don't even think my husband has. damn there's a challenge (laughs) there's a challenge i feel like my spooky uh like origin started really early on though because i recently discovered a story i had 
written in fifth grade about a woman poisoning her king husband because she thought she was like he was cheating on her with like wine that she like you know got for him so like I, i've always what? written really dark shit <laughs> wow. what's yeah. wrong with you fifth grade we had a constellation project we had to make a constellation you turned my that constellation in? a cup and we had to write a story and so mine was called the poisoned cup and it was all about a, a queen who murdered her husband by putting poison in his wine because she thought he was cheating on her or she he was cheating on her and like murdered him and then drank from the same cup so she like didn't have to like go to jail for his murder wait hold the fuck up what the fuck is a constellation project i know i have not been introduced yet but what the fuck is a constellation <laughs> it was just, I like, we were learning stars. about constellations yeah. and they what? were tied to stories so we made our own constellation out of like construction paper and sticker stars and then we had to write a story to go with our constellation oh so there's stories in the stars yeah because there's always yeah. a story like for Orion's the constellations belt. oh I did not learn that. How did you not? Okay, well, I didn't know a calendar. I have no. You I have no know, ground yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no ground don't here. Don't know what fucking. Day I'm just it is. insulted that you, you don't know knowledge. stores. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, they all have like little stories from back in the days and everything. But oh. you know, back in the days, mm-hmm. way back in the calendar. Yeah. Um. But yeah, books. I. Uh, I definitely don't. I. It was kind of a joke that I don't want to see your search history. But now that I know that your twisted mind at fifth grade was like a wife yeah. and. A, I honestly, the most impressive thing is that my parents were not called for this story. Like that's there was what no I want meeting. Yep, the teacher didn't read it. Is all that it was mm-hmm. actually? Did you that's have to present exactly. it? Exactly. No, we just turned oh, good. it in. <laughs> so, can you imagine a little fucked up nerd kid giving that story? <laughs> you would have made so many friends books. <laughs> I would have terrified, especially like people would have been terrified me like of me from that moment. And especially because I graduated with most of those people, it just would have continued this trajectory. It probably would have changed mm-hmm. the entire course of my life. Cassie and I would not be friends because I would have been that like weird, dark, scary kid even like for the rest of my entire time. Oh, I befriended specifically the creepy dark kids because they were always <laughs> in a panic at the disco and those are the only ones into them. Yeah, really. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Um, my other friend here, you've heard her, uh, you've heard a lot of her actually, because it's, it's been an intro, but, um, (laughs) she's probably the most terrifying being on earth because her actions can literally never be anticipated. She's, I would say she's the draw four of Uno cards. Um, if I could describe her, that's Caitlin. (laughs) My head fell off. Hi, Caitlin. That was too spooky already. (laughs) No. Uh, hold on uh, gotta pick myself up uh. i love that these are all kind of spooky things yet cartoonized <laughs> like they're yeah. all very whimsical at the same time uh, oh, my head fell off again uh, it's, back. it's like spooky mm-hmm. but disney like pixar or post 2000 spooky because you know disney back post- in the day was really spooky <laughs> but like earlier disney they decided to stop like murdering people on screen yeah so yeah i was weak i was not the fucked up one drugging people and killing people in stories um that was not me i was talking about unicorns and cool stuff and cool things and cool things Uh i don't know things dreams (laughs) (laughs) i love dreams dogs animals fun in that order too yes (laughs) Yes, queen all right my friends for this episode um since we are in the spooky season what i want us to do is i want us to creep it real um what we're gonna do is i want us to tell um some very true real and spooky stories uh so we're gonna do that in between our normal normal roles i'll have um book specifically is gonna roll a d12 and that's gonna what's on the list of 12 things is 12 typical spooky 
characters or spooky things <laughs> that you would come Items, across. scenes, plots, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. encounters. And then I, what I want you to do, books, with your fucked up writer's mind, who is ready to murder at any moment, I want you to start setting up this very true, creepy story. Um, you could set the scene or whatever you want, but you do not get to finish it. Um, whatever, right when it gets to the climax, that's when Caitlin's going to come in and she gets to make the story whatever she wants. Oh. She's going to make okay. it as spooky as she can. Just as spooky. We're gonna, making the spooky creepy stories spooky. all right i bring the spooky i'm glad i'm coming in here to bring that good 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 the ending Ooh. i'm not so good with the spooky so i'm glad you're finishing it out yes. yeah she's spooky? got yeah she's got the end for us so i'm gonna need you guys to like harness your powers this is i know you guys are ready for this but as i mentioned earlier uh with our normal roles i'll go ahead and explain explain that uh for anyone who's new how the show normally works is we have an adventure log, which is a list of 20 talking points slash quests, and whatever number I roll in the dice determines what from that log we talk about. As DM, I have the power to give out points to my co-host as well as damage um, if they say something I don't like. And if they, um, you know, remind me that uh, time is forever moving and calendars are hard, you guys will get damaged. Know this. Just know this. Um, but I'm... Excited to give out points. I'm excited to get spooky. But before we do that, let's just go ahead and continue on this failing train that we're all in. We all shared this fail together. Um, let's go ahead and share crit fails for the week. How have you guys failed? I I know a few weeks ago, there's I've got two fails here, but one is a continuation of my fail because I mentioned a few weeks ago that I, um, at my wedding, yeeted my bouquet, almost lit things on fire. Oh, Today yes. I got my wedding photos back and there is... There's very good evidence of this moment of me yeeting my bouquet and everyone's reaction to it. Um, the most beautiful photo. It's to ever. possibly the best photo ever taken at any wedding. <laughs> There's pure panic in your eyes and it's captured so, so upfront, so beautifully. I look like a cartoon character because I did the actual thing of holding my hands up to my face and my mm-hmm. eyes are super wide. Like I, I totally reacted in the way you see bad kid actors react on tv when they're shocked i'm like home alone over here you home home alone it for sure but it was a genuine like oh my god what the fuck did i do and then you just see a flurry of girls in the bridesmaids dresses running with like arms on head like oh god stop the fire (laughs) yeah there was there's it's like a renaissance painting in the back of different levels Mm -hmm. like we're all crouching in different various poses but hands on head Real concerned about this situation. Yeah, Cassie's like ready to take like care of the situation. She's like going towards the fire, like what would be a fire because bouquet and fire. I am straight squatted, like complete squat, ninety degrees. <laughs> like, and you are closest where you can see that you are in bright pink, pink Crocs. Yes, you can see my Crocs yes, <laughs> and the hands okay. on head, like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and our other friends doing the same thing, but she's not quite as low as me. Hers is more just like, oh shit, this is happening. Like, like she's observing. She's yeah. not necessarily preventing, but definitely observing it yes. and worried. Mm. Yes. Um, it's um my favorite photo. Yes. Very good. This is a success. It was it's <laughs> it's a success in the fact that the photographer captured it and so like at your wedding they take millions of photos and they only choose to edit a select few. And they the chose fact right. that this one made the cut, uh it's just a whole lot of things had, had to. to go to make this happen and it's a jab. Um my other fail is just that I've somehow gotten my food schedule messed up. Like I'm used to getting my sleep schedule messed up. But my food schedule is a new one. And I'm not sure how I did this. 
but I'm really hungry in the mornings and the afternoons and I have like no appetite in the dinner and it's gotten uh, dinner time. It's gotten so bad that last night I ate like a piece of bread, like just mm. a little tiny round piece of bread, not even a full toast kind of. You eat the itty bitty breads? I ate itty bitty breads. I ate a piece and then went to bed and woke up at five thirty this morning, fucking like starving, ready to eat through my entire kitchen. Um, and now I'm just on this bad cycle because again, it was dinner time just like a few hours ago and I had no appetite. I'm not hungry for dinner, but come like four in the morning now, I'm just going to be eating everything I can find. Um, just keep the, keep the itty bitty breads right on your nightstand, ready for any munching at any time. Just an itty bitty bread. I need to operate like someone who just keeps a little pantry on their nightstand. Mm -hmm. God, Yes. My um, friend in middle school uh, would make rice every night in the rice cooker, and the rice cooker was right by his bed. So um, whenever he woke up in the middle of the night, he would just serve himself some rice and go right back to bed. And he made a fresh pot of rice every single night, starting at 12 (laughs) p.m. Or 12 a.m.? At 12 a.m., yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, that was rice time. That's mad, like, like, props. But is it just plain white rice? Plain I don't know white if I'd rice. want to just eat plain white rice. I need some flavor. He would sometimes make it the sweet one where you throw like the butter and yeah. sugar in there. Yeah. It depended on, you know, how awake he was. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, <laughs> just you can, you can make whatever happen. What? You got a nightstand. You can serve True. yourself whatever in the middle of the I night. I like I've oh really been underutilizing my nightstand by just keeping a water cup and I, chargers on it. Waste. That's life changing, Cassie. I know the rice cooker is versatile. I'm going to it. I'm just <laughs> going to keep a jar of peanut butter next to Mm. that's a good call that's a yeah. good one wow well um books yours was over eating bad mine's also actually eating bad um because i had i was very stressed recently and accidentally lost six pounds because i continue cool. to forget to eat because when i get stressed i don't eat but don't mm-hmm. worry i'm back to eating a shit ton now yeah. so we're on the opposite cycle but <laughs> it was uh my fail just i get i forgot to eat too and that's mm-hmm. not a thing that I do, but I did lose six pounds. Put it back. It's wow. back. Don't worry. It's back. It's coming back. It's Don't back. worry. Oh, yeah. it's, it's not coming. It's back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I am famous for forgetting to eat. That's not surprising for me, but I haven't forgotten to eat. I'm just not hungry at dinner time. I don't know what I did. I'm starving in the morning, though, guys. I will eat everything in the morning. I fucked up somehow. It's like dinner time's morning for me. <laughs> I don't know how you did that. I'm not with you guys on this. I'm so sorry I didn't join in on this. I didn't make this food patch with you guys. I'm so sorry. I'm actually, I'm very proud of you for not being on this. Thank you. Good job on eating. Thank you. Um, One functioning person on our show. That's all of our standards, though. I feel like that's all you can ask for from us. Mm, Hold on, because I went hard as fuck this weekend. I went went hard as hell. I ate. I ate like a motherfucker, like a normal person, and I get a gold star for that. But boy, boy, did I mess up. I went on a, um, a little volunteer trip for a hiking event in Big Bear, and it's a 28-mile hike where we were sending um, like 20 people out there hiking. And then there was about four of us who were on the team to provide supplies and stuff to them. So the perfect amount, the perfect ratio, everybody can agree. (laughs) And uh, we decided we were setting up aid stations for them. This hike started at, I want to say, 4 a.m. And uh, by by like 5 o'clock, we needed to have a aid station ready for them, which was in the middle, uh, like a mile in down this hill on a rocky hill. And we brought a lot of supplies, which included a wagon uh, that was donated to this nonprofit organization because, you know, they, they need to save their monies. And they were like, 
they were entrusted me with all these supplies and I was like, I got this broke the wagon, fucked up this wagon completely. The wheels do not work on this wagon anymore. I had to drag it for a mile, uh, uphill, well, downhill at first and then uphill. And when we were trying to find a spot to meet up with them, we didn't have like any GPS or the spot really marked out that well. And we haven't got to see it. So we were wandering through the darkness in the wilderness, not knowing where to set up. And at one point we had like walkie talkie reception with the one hike lead. And uh, he was like, I'm here and I don't see you guys. And we were like, we're almost there. So we started um, running up a hill with like 2.5 gallons of water and supplies to meet up with them because we thought we were still super far away from them. Turns out we were past them. But we did make this fun scene for him where um, the wagon, we just literally threw it off to the side, dumped all supplies. So by the time he came across our wagon, it looked like we had been murdered. So we (laughs) got a... By a bear. (laughs) We got a real frantic, frantic, where the hell are you guys? And as we were out of breath carrying jugs up a of water up a hill we were like almost there and he was like you guys fucked up you're way too far like you are way off course um so we never got the aid station set up properly for people and uh by that point we were done uh, i didn't want to drag a wagon up a hill so we were like fuck it we're gonna bring the car down to it the car had to go down a rocky hill and it was a transit van um so it got stuck down there for sure for sure for sure so now um this organization this nonprofit organization now paid for a wagon and a tow truck to come to an off-road uh section and we had to call up everybody um we couldn't get to the next aid station we had to call up the boss and everything and we're like um so we won't make it because we are stuck at the hill with the car what's up and the boss is just like i didn't get insurance on this car so it better not get fucked up it was fun it felt good the Uh event um hikers did get lost but they got back on track so it's all that matters (laughs) the hikers were high up staff in the company so that's always fun to lose the ceo so it felt good every time we made a call to people it was just like stuff's going wrong (laughs) but um at the end it all came together everybody was back the i we got the tow truck up safely or a tow truck got us up safely and um yep there was good food wow we wow. had a fun old time. But yeah, it was a, still a trip to Big Bear. Yeah. So uh-huh. you definitely earned it. I did. I did. I didn't get to experience Big Bear like I normally do, which is, you know, eating and drinking and being lazy. So <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get back to that. Um, I do recommend that side of Big Bear a little less stressful, a little more fun phone calls, I feel like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was. I did get to experience the spooky times, though, out there late at night, uh, wandering lost in the woods. So that's what yeah. you guys, I'm ready. That's the vibe I want, okay? Like, you oh, might good. get murdered out in the middle of the woods. Books, I know you're going to bring that. Yeah. But before we can get to that, we got to go to our normal rolls. So let me roll a d20. All right. We rolled a seven, which is going to be throwback. And you guys, I was prepared for this. I was ready in case we hit this to throw you a spooky one at you guys or just a themed one. Um, For this throwback, I want us to talk about uh, just trick-or-treating when we were kids. So not essentially spooky, just like the good times. Because I feel like trick-or-treating as a kid was like peak childhood. Mm -hmm. Like it was just the best. It's the moment of your life where you can go and say, give me candy. And people will be like, yes, take as much as you want or just take one. It's like, well, if you only want to give me one, I'll go to your neighbor and get more. Um, But no, trick-or-treating was always very fun. Speaking of spooky, though, I remember... uh, always trick-or-treating i would skip the houses that had anything scary in front of them yep yep yep, yep. 
I did not want to deal with that. Some people had like, um, they had like someone out there scaring you or, or something. That was the, mm-hmm. the worst. And I could not handle that. I could not handle watching people going through that and like wanting to do it. I was like, Mm-mm, need to get out of the situation. And then there was, there was the, the, the houses that didn't have anything spooky going on, but they had spooky music. Did you guys have mm, encounters yeah. spooky yeah. music houses? I could do the spooky music, though, as long as it didn't look like there was too much happening. But I could uh, do spooky music. At one time, uh, my mom decorated her house, and then she put a soundtrack with spooky music on it. And uh-huh. I had it on for about 30 seconds before I was like, <laughs> this is not happening. And spooky music will get me, guys. I can't uh-huh. handle spooky music. Like it had like a heartbeat in it at one point. Yeah, some of them were Ooh. messed up. Ooh. Not cool. But the good times were the good candy bars. Did you guys know where to go yes. for like the good like candies? Like the big fancy candies? houses. Yeah, you yeah. had to, you had to hit the fancy candy bars. Did your parents drive you to the best neighborhoods or no? Or did your friends or we normally had a carpool situation okay. where one family, at least somebody dropped off all the kids to the good neighborhood. And then uh, once we were older, it was, we had the system down for like on our bikes or something where we could cover some f- ground and make it work. So you guys were able to go out without your parents. Yeah. Uh, were you books? I, so I have the like unfun childhood sort of, <laughs> um, I stopped, my parents stopped having us trigger sheet when I was about 11 or 12. Oh, oh no. Yeah. We didn't really like do it past that. Like when I was really little, my parents were really into, well, my mom got really into it. My dad missed every Halloween. Like he always got called out on work. So he was never like there for it. So it was always my mom. And I think by the time I was like six or seven, she was just kind of exhausted by the process of getting three of us ready for Halloween. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we were all really close in age and probably obnoxious as hell because like half the times we didn't like our costumes. And so then from then on, like she was just kind of like, go put your dirt bike riding clothes on or like your whatever sports team you're a part of. Like, that's your costume. I'm done with this. Did you not get Uh, to choose your costume? We did, when I was really little, she just dressed us up like whatever. And I do remember like one year I got to pick a costume and I really wanted to be like something scary because I was that kid. I was probably mm-hmm. six or seven and I wanted to be something truly scary. And then, and this is probably where the problem started. I came out, I think I was this vampire. I came out and my sister told me I looked ugly oh. and I cried <laughs> and I refused to wear it. And so my mom had to deal with my meltdown of me crying. And so then she made me lost luggage and she cut holes in a suitcase. I remember the lost luggage. Yeah, that's the year I was lost luggage and I was supposed to be something scary. And so I think after the lost luggage year, costumes got a little more annoying for my mom because she had an obnoxious like sensitive child who got very emotional when her sister was mean to her so i mean it's fair it's valid you had double trauma on that one you were excited for an outfit and your sister tore you down and then they decided that you would be the lost luggage you would be the luggage i was already the misfit of my family let's make her lost now yeah <laughs> literally I wore a return to sender kind of stamp over my stomach Oof, so you good wow i see a point of trauma in your life i see i see where a lot has escalated from i see the starting point from halloween uh yeah (laughs) cassie did your did you get to choose what you were um yeah i i except for sometimes you know like my mom would come i remember like one year i was a pink lady 
And I don't remember. I was excited because I got to wear pants and a cool jacket, but I wasn't too excited about it because I didn't know what that was. And my mom really loved it. So I was like, fuck it. Let's do it. So some of them were to make mom happy. Um, Mm -hmm. There was, I remember one year I wanted to be uh, the red Power Ranger. Yeah. And my dad told me um, if I put that mask on, it would form to me and I wouldn't be able to breathe. (laughs) And I believed him. So I was like, well, now I can't be this. I don't know why they would sell this. This is fucked up because I see that kid buying it. And I felt the need to like warn this kid that like, yeah, like it's going to be terrible. <laughs> I just as I watched an adult like gladly hand it over to him. And I was like, do they not know he's going to die? <laughs> but um, so I was never a Power Ranger, but I did for the most part. Like I was Scooby-Doo for like three years in a row because I mm-hmm. loved the Scooby-Doo costume and had the big mm-hmm. Scooby head on top yeah. and everything. That one was like one of my favorites. I love that one. I was That's a cow one. once. I think I picked that one out. God, books. God, what a gift. What a gift you are. That is a good one. There's there's a picture of me for a little because, you know, I used to want to be a cow when I was really, really little because I was a weird ass kid. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this really is good. This is so good. I was Jesse from Toy Story. Ooh, that's fun. I, I was okay. also I was also Woody from Toy Story. Fuck yeah. My brother was Buzz and I was Woody. I loved Woody, man. He was Woody's good. Woody was he fucking was good. cool. Yeah. That's um, a fun outfit, too. Yeah, fuck, mm-hmm. I loved it, man. I think I was Woody twice. Yeah. And just go around saying the catchphrases, too, and it's a gem. There's a snake in my boot. And there's a little, just a little child just saying that. Very fucking cute, too. Yeah. So cute. I was Princess Amidala um, from Star that Wars. That one is so nice. good. Oh, God. I have that picture of me. And my brother was Luke Skywalker. And mm-hmm. my... Uh, or he was Qui-Gon Jinn. Who knows? Um, and then my little brother was Poe from Teletubbies. <laughs> so the theme was complete so the theme was complete <laughs> clearly there was a big age difference between us and our little brother so and then i have another one where uh i was jigglypuff and my brother was ash ketchum and then uh-huh. my little brother was too upset to go trick-or-treating <laughs> <laughs> you know what these stories of like them all you guys together yeah. always have a good one yeah this is fun it's all good um and i think those are the most fun ones that i did yeah those are the most I- fun <laughs> The only time I can ever remember my parents dressing us up like themed for Halloween was one year. And I think I was about four, three or four. I was little. My mom made us all pumpkins and my sister had a fit because she was old (laughs) enough to realize how dumb it was to be a pumpkin on Halloween. Mm. There were those big like poofy costumes and she painted our cheeks orange and stuff. And uh, yeah, she did. Yeah. My sister was not happy because... Oh, no, I was five. I was five, and she was probably eight. So it was an mm. eight-year-old having to be matching pumpkins with your two I'd little siblings, one of them who's, like, still in diapers. She was oh. not happy about it. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, wow, those photos have to be so cute. They do have to be adorable. They got to be. Yeah. Like, your mom did good on, like, the getting the good photo. Probably. Oh, yeah. Sh- there's there's definitely some good pictures of us all as pumpkins. And as me, I have a lot as luggage. Don't worry. That exists somewhere. Uh, God. <laughs> your trauma you gotta have a photo of your trauma uh but it was i never thought about how much it is to get three kids ready who are close together and um i see just a little glimpse of it here and this is when i was younger i was always really mad like man every kid went like trick-or-treating until they were a teenager and now that i look back at it i was like when we were obnoxious into i don't blame her at all after like seeing the way i acted and my sister acted and my brother was probably worse i just don't really remember it no i don't blame her for being like you're 12 i'll buy you candy like suck it up Mm -hmm. did your parents dress up no no 
my mom always liked to be the bride of Frankenstein and she'd wear her red wedding dress. That's good. And then she'd wear like a wig and then face paint. She was also a witch a lot of the times, but she loved dressing up too. That's fun. My, yeah. my mom did one year or a couple years. She and my aunt, if they were taking us all would, um, cause yeah, both of them, my aunt had four kids too. And their husbands were always working. They went as like matchbox 20 fans. And I was like, oh costume, that's who you what? are. I remember Stop genuinely it. thinking like they had the lanyard with their ticket stubs and like the hats. And I was like, but this is just you. This, this isn't is a costume. <laughs> so yeah, they did dress up that. That is so funny. That's I think the best. That's fucking good. I want to see those pictures. <laughs> that was like, I remember the last Halloween I did because um, my friend had a little sister and they were like, you you know, she was like, I got to take my little sister out trick or treating. And I was like, yeah, I'll go with you. Like candy. I still, I'm still always down with candy, but I didn't have a costume. So I threw on snowboarding goggles and a jacket and the disappointment and people's faces when they opened the door to me and i was trying to get candy they were like absolutely not get the fuck out of here yeah. you got denied <laughs> oh hell oh, yeah. yeah people really are mean. yeah oh my god like if you're a teenager and you do not have a full costume like they are not giving you candy and they are pissed that you are asking oh wow yeah i definitely always came dressed up so <laughs> <laughs> i even wore costumes that were much too small for me just so i, I could get candy you were like a kid like a teenager with a little one though it's like totally acceptable even if you're not mm-hmm. all the way dressed up mm-hmm. clearly you're doing like a service by helping this out your, taking this kid if you're tax. like <laughs> an 18 year old and you just threw on a pair of snowboarding goggles and are going around to get free candy i can't understand people being like listen candy's expensive we gotta yeah. save it for the kids who are gonna be disappointed uh because like now that I have to buy candy and fill it up, that shit is expensive. I didn't realize yeah, how it expensive is. it is. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. lot. I Cassie, bought a bag and it was $17 for candy. So I know you didn't plan for this, but since Halloween is actually coming up, um, yeah. would you consider trick or treating this year? We did it in, what was that, college? We did it in college. It didn't go well then either. I will not. No. Oh, it goes really? bad every time, oh. unless if it's you with our dogs. a niece or a yeah. nephew. We have yeah. two boys. Pass us, give us a child, and we'll dress up the dogs, and then we have I've a chance. I've got five. So yeah, you have some to spare. Give us your I children. Have some to give, spare. give us a child, and then we'll borrow it, and they'll be too young to eat it anyway, so we can steal all their candy. We're gonna I take recommend their candy. Carter. She's much. She's very entertaining. Or but she'll want to eat. They'll want to eat the candy. Kids. We need one that doesn't eat it. All of them eat it. They're all old enough. Now. I was gonna say, if she's actually pushing down other kids, that's entertainment enough. I'll I'll sacrifice some He's candy to watch. Carter. They'll they'll shove down other kids to get to the candy. So <laughs> yeah, I'm in for this. All right, you guys. Thanks for going back on that little throwback journey with me. I'm gonna give you guys both thirty points for that. Thirty one. Whoa. Whoa. Which is not the day before today. Everyone mm-hmm. knows that now. Um, but let's go to our spooky stories. Our Creepy, very real stories. Um, books, if you can go ahead and roll a D12 for me. We'll see what the story is going to be about. We got a 10. Okay. So 10, um, we get the main character on this one, and that is or our big bad. And it's going to be a gigantic butterfly, um, but like super gigantic, like the size of those mm-hmm. fucked up giant penguins. Okay. okay. <laughs> like the truly, the, yeah, the colossus, monstrous, but terrifying butterfly. It's like uh-huh. SpongeBob. Oh, I just think SpongeBob. But big. But big. Okay, okay, okay. And what's the spooky story that is told for generations? How does it start? All right. So early in the morning, before um, before the sun has come all the way up, when the world's misty and dewy, you think it's a nice, quiet, peaceful time. 
and generations kids used to sneak out of their parents house to go have fun before the parents made them do chores because early morning kids had to work mm-hmm. a long time ago so they would sneak out of their house to play around and run through meadows but kids who strayed too far from their houses might come across the colossal butterfly this colossal butterfly his wingspan was 12 feet long too he big six and a half feet tall jesus and Christ. i'm not like normal butterflies who use their brilliant colors to blend in with the flowers brilliant. his <laughs> this this colossal butterfly's uh wings were um dark and almost appeared shredded at the ends and the telltale sign of when he was getting close to snatch a child was you'd feel the shredded wispy tentacles that dread dreadlock style hung off of his wingspan i'm hating this i'm hating run over your uh neck and grasp at the heels of children as they ran through the meadows and if you were out before the sun fully rose up he would snatch you and take you away and Dougal, yeah. to really make this spooky, really bring it home, what would, he, what would this butterfly <laughs> do when they snatched you? They snatched the children. This, mm-hmm. the, okay, so you, child. Spooky, spooky times. Oh, spooky. I believe in you. Okay. It's a spooky time. It's spooky times. I got children. Get snatched by the butterfly. <laughs> the dreadlocks come and cover the body of the child. Is this Dracula? Yeah, I'm sorry, they're not dreadlocks. <laughs> Their tentacles or like the tentacles are tra- <laughs> yeah. dreadlocks. There's the dreadlocks go around no the dreadlocks. body, <laughs> and then the children are like, oh, No, not, not, not these the, tentacle the dreadlocks. T- uh-huh. And then the butterfly does do the coup, it does the coup <laughs> of the butterfly. <laughs> the coup. Yes. Is it the, like the noise it makes, like a baby coo? Yeah. No. No. But yes. Okay. Okay. Because it is a six of heat, so it does go a little. A little. <laughs> Why are you an Italian Dracula right now? <laughs> spooky. It's a spooky time. <laughs> <laughs> it goes. So that's the sound you hear when you are grabbed by the big butterfly. Then the butterflies, it also says in your ear, because it is an intelligent fly. (laughs) That is the most terrifying part of it. It's an intelligent fly that says in your ear, save the world. (laughs) It's inspirational. It took a turn. If you don't, we will all die. Oh, pressure. That is... mm. And, And then... And then... It lets you go with its tentacles and it <laughs> flies away. So and, it, and, and, and it takes a giant shit on your body. <laughs> okay. So I was going to say, got just a little, <laughs> yeah, gross. Giant dookie. <laughs> it's six feet long and big. It's going to be nasty. You've got through like six accents. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's all one person. It's, it's like a, a very smoky story. time. <laughs> Also, I thought this butterfly was essentially just giving children anxiety um, about, you know, their being in this place. But anxiety then also, and, fear shit. and then just never able to take a poop again. So yeah. this is good. Wait, why would they have to take a poop? No, like well, they would be afraid of poops. So they would never poop again because oh, they okay. got uh, like seven pounds oh. of shit on them <laughs> by a giant butterfly who gave After them severe anxiety. Die if they did it. Yeah. Everyone's like everyone's well being is on this little child's shoulders now. And also and a lot of shit on that A bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of shit on that shoulder. Are a piled high. 
All right, that might be the spookiest story to ever be told (laughs) by an Italian Dracula. So I'm sorry. There should have been a warning before that one about how spooky it was. Um, But let's see if we we can get a little less spooky uh, with our regular roll. So I'll roll. All right, we rolled a 14, which is going to be best NPC story. Um, Have you guys had any wild encounters this week or... Weird. Wild or weird? I'll accept those two, and if it's neither of those, get it out of here. Um, I actually, I had a weird encounter, I guess. Okay, let's and go for it. it has to do with the child that lives in our complex, mm-hmm. Um, who I think, Cassie, you have been offered, um, this child is offered to do your hair. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, we go to the dog park, and we let our dogs play, and sometimes there's another dog in there, and the dog owners are in there. We have a good time chatting around. Sometimes the children like to come in too. There is one kid that loves to do hair every once in a while. Like he'll come in and be like, can I do your hair? And um, I said yes one time. Mm -hmm. And he did my hair. Um, I don't know what you would call him doing my hair except for just playing with it and then putting it in a bun on top of my head. So he tried to give me like a beehive, essentially. Oh, okay. Yes. And then he told me I had Advanced. beautiful quinceanera hair. Yes. And then he says, for your quince, you should wear this. And I was like, boy, I am. <laughs> for your quince, <laughs> you should. It's long past. <laughs> I am almost double the quince. <laughs> <laughs> my two my double quince my double quince is coming up in a couple years and i'll invite you for that i guess dang that's how we should celebrate it though yeah i okay now noted take that down double quince double quince quince. (laughs) um and then he told me he's like um wow beautiful prom hair he told me i have prom hair quince hair he pumped you up. He, yeah. Did you feel like you could he conquer the fucking, fucking hair. hair? Is what he's saying. He knew what he was doing. That's I know he's saying. good at his business. He's a NPC, because how does this child know that he's supposed to pump me up as a hairstylist as mm-hmm. he's doing my hair? So when I walk out of this hair salon, which is the dog park, I <laughs> I feel good about myself. Like guys, I I don't know what this was other than an NPC. Yeah, like he was placed there to hype me up, and I'm I'm all for it. He also comes at the most wild times. He does. You don't expect him to come. Like, I think when I got my hair braided, I think it was 1030 at night. Yeah. And I don't know where he came from, but all of a sudden he was like, I need to braid both of your guys' hair and you will sit down while I braid your hair. And you I was like, sat down for him. I bent yeah. down for like <laughs> a long time. Mm, no, I, I, I took a good old seat while he braided my hair. That's pretty good. Yeah. I think it was like 930 or 10 when he did my hair too. Yeah. yeah. He's a nighttime salon guy. <laughs> You get a nighttime. The night salon. hours, dog park salon. Yeah. yeah. Free though. That's the nice thing. Uh, yeah. Speaking of dogs, mine was actually, my NPC was at the dog water park. Okay. Um, and this is, our NPC is actually going to be our dog, uh, one of the dogs there. <laughs> and that is because it's so rare to find a dog going harder than our fucked up boy, Nelson. And this water park had like a water sprout that kind of shoots water into the pool. So it makes a good little arc of water. And this dog was losing his mind over it. He was like a pit bull too. It was a pit bull. And um, so Nelson, you know, would attack it from the ground at the source. This pit bull decided to um, essentially drown himself in the pool is what it looked like. He was, you know, pit bulls are kind of like 
their body weight is weird. So he would yeah. be on his back legs trying to float, getting it, you know, like trying to jump at the water. And he looked like a displaced seal who couldn't swim. <laughs> yes. But having the time of his life trying to eat this water. Because the arc of the water, it started at the edge of the pool and went into to the water. Into. And he was in the center of the pool, like deep end. <laughs> it's like a kid trying to learn how to tread water, but focused on getting water. And just watching this dog lose his mind and everybody reacting to this, because it looked like he was drowning. Yet the head was staying above water, but to see people would walk by and gather and the amount of, like there was an old man who was like, whose dog is this? Cause I think it's gonna die. <laughs> so it was just like, nah, he's having fun. But just the good. way his little body looked, his little stubby little body. Cause like, they're all like built up, but the head is really square and the chest is really scary on pit bulls, but their back end is real tiny, real tiny. Just- and the person like eventually, you know, came and grabbed him, like give him a little break so he could take a breather. And then when he j- like watching him jump back in to be a little seal again. So good. I love that little guy. Aww loves water so much jumped in I, and just drowning himself because he was <laughs> he first of all didn't look like he can swim well no was just drowning underneath this water fountain that was just pelting down at his head having and a into time his though. mouth and then he every time he would like get out of the water to like take a breather his face was the fucking happiest he was like i'm biggest having the little, time of my life biggest smile on that boy's face and then the wow. dog mom came up and she was like <laughs> she had to take him make sure he had a break she's like he's thrown up already (laughs) (laughs) he's thrown up so much water (laughs) not surprised (laughs) um mine is not about a dog or a dog park which is very very sad but it kind of i'm going to connect this to halloween because it has to do with uh dressing up so there's our spooky connection but it's not spooky dressing up this so one of my jobs i work for a non-profit and it's a non-profit tutoring center so we have um Tutors come in and often uh, our tutors are college students kind of getting their first job experience really. And this is like their side job while they go to college. So we get a lot of new to the workforce people um, there. And I was at my desk and I kind of sit like right next to the front doors of the office and I look up and someone has walked in and I didn't really pay attention at first because we've got people walking in a lot. And I did a double take, though, because this guy, who is definitely 18 or 19, but looked 12 or 13, um, but also looked 65 at the same time, because Mm -hmm. he was wearing a full, like, I don't know, six-piece suit, like, dressed to the nines, had a vest on, a tie, a tie pin, a little pin on the, the his label, cufflinks, yeah, um, a well-worn briefcase that he was holding like <laughs> in the front of his um, hand. His hair was like all styled. He was dapper as hell, but also looked like a child. Like just was he so little. On his way to a community play that he was in? Or was I, this... I Honestly, I thought he, he looked like he was torn between doing a bit or coming to talk to us about new insurance. Like, I could not figure out <laughs> what this man, this, this child, but uh, clearly an adult, was doing. And uh, normally we have someone at, like, our little front desk reception. I am not the recep- like front desk person, but she was on a break. And so I stood up and I was like, hi, can I help you? And he was like, oh, hi, yes, ma'am. I'm like, how that is he had to shake? And I was like, okay, like what is going on? He's like, I am here to complete my interview today. And I was like, what are you interviewing for in your full <laughs> suit? Oh like, my God. What? 
And I was like, oh, okay, yes. Uh, I think we have at 11 a.m. with the possible tutor. And he was like, yes, I'm here for the tutoring position. <laughs> oh, my God. You okay, met a time traveler. One moment. Yeah. And so I, I had him, you know, take a seat and I got a director and I was just like, I don't know how to process this. And I, uh, our receptionist uh, came back in and I was just like, I hope that this is just his everyday wear. And this is not like he thought he needed to dress this much up for his interview. Yeah. Um, and I hope he just, just goes about his life, just this dapper individual. Because honestly, he looked real put together. He looked like he could pull off this type of wardrobe. But I also just hope for this poor kid's sake that he didn't think he needed to get that dressed up for a tutoring job that you'd work like 10 hours a week at. <laughs> he wanted to dress, you know, he wanted to make sure he got it, present himself as a full professional. It was his first little interview and he was like, I'm gonna look good as hell and oh. I respect him. How old do you think he looked? Like aside from attire, like face wise, like 18? Face wise, no. Face wise at most 16. Oh, face wise, okay. he is okay. such a baby face. He was right. so little looking, but it, we don't hire under 18. So, okay. so he, he was had probably to be 18. at least 18. Yeah. yeah. I'm imagining first ever job interview. Yeah. He, he like he, had he took to like heart. confidence, but also a lot of nervous energy. Yep. And yeah, yeah, it probably yeah. didn't help that I walked out in my black jeans and sweater. It was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, bruh. What are you doing here? He totally took to heart that one saying where it's like, dress the, for the job that you want. not. But what yeah, job did job he want he without a tire? He a fucking insurance person. <laughs> yeah. He wanted to be six-year-old working in insurance. Uh, I'm not sure. It just, it was, it was very interesting. But I think it like was a little disheartening because he met like our whole office stuff. And we dress like professionally, but we don't dress that professionally i usually wear like work pants sweaters blouses kinds of things and uh, he met all of us and we got like our titles and stuff and i think he was a little disappointed that all of us were wearing modern day casual work clothes. yeah didn't you know it was 60s day that was fucked of you guys to not do that. <laughs> how um, dare us <laughs> yours truly is just a wild encounter i love this little kid i hope he continues to dress like that for every interview um i'm gonna give you 50 points for that books Dougal, for your, um, this hairstylist, oh. another future career mm -hmm. in the works here. He's so good at it. Not the hair yet, but the pumping up, which is key. He's got the customer service down. So I'll give you um, 40 points for that. And I think we got time for one more quick story because you guys are so good at this. Um, books, if you, you can go ahead and roll another D12 for me. We got a one. A one. Okay, uh, it's a, about a possessed doll. No. Scary story about a possessed doll. All right, so our setting is not going to be an attic in a creepy old house. Instead, it's going to be an abandoned ship. Um, Ooh, that's, sailor that's times. Docked, uh, and just no one ever goes on it, and it's no longer uh, operating. Um, it's not a very big ship. It's not like Titanic-level creepiness that we're talking. It's quite a Queen small Mary. ship. It used to be... Yeah, Queen Mary, none of those, none of those. It's it's oh. a lot smaller. It uh, used to be like a, a, a ship that was um, mainly for cargo. Okay. And um, used just for small travels, not completely across the entire Atlantic or Pacific. And it was abandoned and decommissioned, but it used to belong to a, a long chain of family. And the family actually lived on the boat for many years. And the abandoned doll belonged to a daughter who unfortunately drowned off the side of the boat. Oh, and, oh sad. Oh, sad. Uh, it's really so sad. That's when the family gave up the 
shipping business. Um, and unfortunately, when they abandoned it all together because they couldn't face the water anymore, they lost their entire fortune. The entire family suffered. Full and devastation. The spirit of yet. the doll. Uh, the spirit of the girl who drowned decided to ride outside in a doll that was left on the ship in her memory. And her parents decided to keep the doll there to like kind of honor her. But really, they didn't know they were leaving the doll here and trapping their daughter in her living nightmare. And so Jesus Christ, <laughs> wow. she would just try to lead to the same fate in hopes that they would bring her company. Oh, so. your mind is so fucked. <laughs> God, it kept getting so dark. I'm scared to let you continue on. I'm already so sad. Do you uh, got more fucked upness? I got more fucked. It just that like if people wander on the boats, kids usually like pull pranks and they decide to like oh, God, dare people no. to go on the boat. No. <laughs> if they do, this doll will convince them to jump into the water and also no. drown and hope that their spirits will possess other things on the boat so she's not alone. That's it. <laughs> That's it. All right. Dougal, um, when the kids jump in the water, what do they encounter? <laughs> the kids who are going to be dying. They don't, well, besides drowning. The story, the story is in your hands now. The story is in your hands. Okay, so they don't. <laughs> the story. You don't have to murder the kids then, right? Because like in, her, in her story, the doll, the, kids. the doll wishes the doll to murder. To. Okay, okay, but okay. They, okay. It, she's not, she's a, She's a possessed doll. She doesn't have too much power. She can only entice the children to go into this freezing cold, I'm assuming. Yeah, like probably deep water. water. Okay. So they jump into the water and they encounter a beautiful, a multicolor scaled fish. <laughs> Rainbow fish? <laughs> Cassie, how did you know? <laughs> I fucking love rainbow fish. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone loves rainbow fish. <laughs> and rainbow fish gives a scale to each one of the children. <laughs> and each one of these scales actually has an oxygen mask in it. <laughs> and, and the, the rainbow fish has enough scales to save every one of these children and any other child that jumps in the water. Spooky. spooky. Oh, but the, but the, the water, the apparatus to save their life is black and scary looking. Oh, it's spooky. spooky. So it's a rainbow fish. That gives you a black little apparatus out of its beautifully, um, you know, sparkly scale. <laughs> Translucent sparkly scale. Yeah. Translucent sparkly scale that then it dissolves into a beautiful mask to help you breathe. <laughs> That actually is black and spooky. spooky. Black and spooky. Um, (laughs) And then the rainbow fish is actually able to communicate to the children once they put the the mask on too. Uh And says, be safe, my friends. And then then the rainbow fish actually goes on its side, which you don't think fish can do because, you know, gills are on its side, but it it swiftly picks up the children because the rainbow fish is actually 10 feet tall um, Mm -hmm. and long. It swoops them up like a tiny little island and then brings them to um, land and, and the children are safe. Okay. And then and then the doll and the rainbow fish really don't have a great, great um, They're know, chemistry. Enemies. They're enemies. They're yeah. enemies. And I am going to say the rainbow fish is definitely winning. Okay. Um, and the rainbow fish is out here, honestly, because of what happened to this girl. And he wants to make sure that nothing ever happens like this ever again. So the protector. He's the protector of, of uh, the doll. But spooky. But he's so scary because his, he's so nice. <laughs> his kindness is like nice. insane. His kindness is terrifying. <laughs> it's scary. 
Well, you know what? Truly a wild, wild ride that was. Um, it was, that's what all the kids would say when they got off the rainbow fish. (laughs) Uh huh. I love, I would die for rainbow fish. Um, wait, I I do have to warn you. Rainbow fish is not a good story. I was also in love with what? this child. Do you know what this don't story ruin it? Don't us? ruin it for me. I absolutely I don't remember a goddamn thing about a, except a sparkly you give, scale. The, the rainbow fish gave away all of his scales, and then he ended up a dull motherfucker. Oh, that's yeah, very so no, sad. Actually, the rainbow fish was super colorful and beautiful, and was like praised for always being different, right, and unique. Yeah. But then some asshole came along, asshole fish, and was like, "Hey, give me one of your pretty scales. I don't have any pretty scales. You should give me one." And rainbow fish was like. No, they're my pretty scales. Like, this is what makes me special. And then all of the other fish shunned him. was like, you're too selfish and too proud of your scales. You won't share it with anyone. How dare you? So the rainbow fish learned his hard lesson by having no friends and being bullied. That he gave all of his scales away. And now every scale or every fish just had one pretty scale and then rest ugly scales. That is a little sad. Or you could look at it as you can make other people better. By giving you away yourself. what makes you special. <laughs> You know what? So, you know, sometimes it'd be like that. You know what? That's not my Rainbow Fish books. That's not my I, Rainbow that's Fish. All I want you to know is my Rainbow Fish saves people's I was lives. Devastated when I, I like Caitlin's Rainbow Fish better. I'm adopting that as my new story because it's I was the only devastated one when I realized this. I was like, "What the fuck? I loved that story. How dare that author betray me as such? Why is such a fucked up story everybody's favorite book from childhood? Because was it, had it just sparkly, it was shiny. Because it was colorful. It was and shiny. shiny. The book and is, it was this idea that if you had someone pretty in your life, they would also give you their prettiness, I think. Oh, wow. Well, wow, this is like this is a bummer. That idea. Wow. Yeah. This <laughs> is a doubter. Dreams, <laughs> but I had to warn others. Well, you guys what? we got it we gotta come up from here because now I'm crushed about rainbow okay, fish. Okay, Cassie, jump in the water. Okay. I'm in the water. Here comes my rainbow fish. Which has regenerating beautiful scales. Yes, regenerating. There we go. Regenerating water breathable packs. What are they called? (laughs) What would you call those? Scuba equipment. (laughs) Scuba. It's a scuba (laughs) equipment. You got scuba. And it gives you the good scuba. And then it it, um, swoops you up on its back and it's going to flop, 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 flop and get you on good solid water. Guess what, Cassie? How much better do you feel now? I feel fantastic now. So does the rainbow fish that it regenerated its scales. I feel so good now. Good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. All right. That was, we're almost out of time. And now we have that huge success. So let's just keep on rolling off of those. Can you guys share your crit successes for the week? Uh, It's uh, something that we were really looking forward to. And that is that uh, we have started construction on our backyard. New backyard. So right now my backyard is demolished. Uh-huh. Um, it's just a lot of a lot of dirt and broken bricks, um, but soon we're gonna be able to like host people in our backyard and like have wait. things and and we get to finally figure out what's underneath this weird circular brick thing that's been in my backyard. Do for you want to know? No, not really. Yeah, um, I'm Rainbow a little scared. Fish. Rainbow fish lives there, <laughs> <laughs> but it started. Uh, it's noisy. It's loud. There's dirt everywhere, but it's exciting. I can't wait to see that and for you guys to um, invite us over. Yes. I'm so excited yeah. for you to invite us over. We're going to have a barbecue and a fire pit. God, a what a dream. So. Well, basketball. Truly the dream. The dream mm-hmm. dream backyard. My success tied in with the uh, the fail is just uh, got to have a trip to Big Bear and uh, help out at a volunteer situation where they actually needed you. Because sometimes you go to a volunteer thing and you're not fucking needed. And it yeah. doesn't like... 
you want to be doing stuff to like make it worth it. So it felt good to like make it worth it at least mm-hmm. and be a big bear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my success, uh, first of all, we had the coldest, coolest fucking dog potty yesterday. Potty. It's a potty. It was a Halloween party. Potty. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were literally saying potty. And I was like, if you talk about how your yeah. dog's pooped at the same time again, you've already yeah, announced yeah, that it's yeah. a success. It is. So. Yeah. I don't think you should talk about how it's not a success because it is a big win every time they do it. Every single time. I'm and yes, so it has happened again. I'm so fucking proud of them. Anyways. So yeah, we had a Halloween potty yesterday and uh that means we had some dog parents and some dogs come by in their halloween costume at the dog park and um we celebrated them and ourselves by having pizza for the adults and it was uh, very good uh so that that's one of my successes we also had dog matching dog mom t-shirts which was fucking cool that the neighbor made us love that um, but I think my biggest success is the fact that I quit my job on Monday. Yeah, girl. I quit my job. You yeah, And I bye. got up again and I got a new job. That's right. You did. <laughs> so yeah, I got a new job. I quit one and got one. So, um, that was a big success for me. Yeah, it was definitely needed and it's definitely yeah. a big upgrade. So yeah, I'm very excited to leave a toxic environment for a fun one and do something that is much more mean- meaningful than, yeah. mm-hmm. than teeth. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> teeth are important, though. Teeth are important, but not the place that I was at, Cassie. Fair. Very <laughs> Goodbye true. Goodbye, teeth. But also do brush your teeth, everybody. Fucking it's, do, though. I can give yeah. you some great actual facts about how important it is to fucking brush your teeth, especially in the morning. That is the most important time to brush your teeth. Wild. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. You want any more facts? Do you no, know? I want I'll you, you know. to forget all those facts now. You're never. onto better I, things. Cassie, I am Wait, a Wait, I did just learn sponge. a new fact, though. You yeah. should not brush your teeth right after eating something sugary. Correct. Because Porque. sugar breaks, weakens your enamel. And so if you brush your teeth right Same thing after, with like lemon. It like softens your enamel so like brushing your teeth can actually damage your tooth more. You want to drink wait, water. Yeah, and cl- rinse it off. Yeah. Your enamel will go back to its really tough hardness and it's, then you'll safely brush your I don't teeth. think that's correct with the enamel bit, but you shouldn't brush uh, directly after eating... Um, or like drinking coffee or something citrusy. I'm not going to keep going. You can look it up on Google. There's a lot of great little things. I might have written some of them. It's out there. <laughs> it's out there. Take care of your teeth. Take care of your fucking teethers, bitches. Or else they'll fall out spooky times. You'll uh, have no the enamel part is right. Ooh. I did look it up. So Bitch. fuck you and your old dentist job. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask the fucking dentist that I can still text. <laughs> Um, all right, you guys, those are great successes. I'm proud of all you guys. Uh, super excited for you, Caitlin. Also super excited to uh, be fed by you at your house books. Can't Woo. wait for that. That's big for me. Important. Definitely just as big as a new job. Thank you it very is. much. <laughs> um, but uh, I've had fun being your DM. Uh, it's, it might be time for me to give up the power or it might be time for me to keep the power because I'll roll to see who our next DM is, but it can be all three of us. So um, maybe you can also have an episode that falls right after the last day of October. Two times Halloween. You know what? Big hopes for me. Let's see if I can pull it off. I rolled a six. It's not looking great for me. So um, I'll roll for books. 17 books looking good now remember you can use your power to continue spooky times just in case i can continue spooky times if i (laughs) dougal got a natural 20 though so it's all up to her we know spooky times aren't gonna continue dougal hates the spooky i hate the spooky i'm getting right out of the spooky with my november 1st but if you celebrate turkey times i swear to god i'll be i will 
walk gonna, right off the spot. I'm going to get these turkey legs and fucking slap them together and it's going to be turkey time. I hate turkey time. Get slap out of here with turkey legs. time. Slap them turkey legs. Bah, bah, bah. Well, if you're excited for turkey time and being slapped with them, I guess. Um, go They're ahead. together, Cassie. Oh, they're t- like thunder oh, sticks. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was Obviously. picturing you slapping somebody with turkey legs. No. And then just- no. Thunder sticks no. Is, is the proper way to use turkey Pumping legs. up the sports team with the turkey legs, of course. <laughs> it's um, so wet and sloppy. God. Despite oh. that phrase and that noise that happened, you should tune in for Caitlin's episode because hopefully it won't include that so um be sure to tune for that um if you want to hear yourself on the pod um you can't but you can get the next best thing which is have one of us read your question and the rest of us answer it and that's because when we roll a 10 that's follower question so you can send those over on social media or email on social we're at unnatural 20s on facebook twitter and instagram our email is unnatural 20s at gmail.com um, if you're a fan of the show, um, I got a favorite ask for you guys. I know you thought like you could just watch, listen to this and I wouldn't ask anything of you, but no, it's time. The time has come. You must write a review for us. Uh, if you can head over to Apple podcast, just give us a five-star review. Let us know if you're liking it. Just say good pod. That's all we need from you guys. And, uh, if you do, we'll say thank you by sending you a pair of dice. You just got to reach out, let us know how to get those dice to you. And we will send them over with little stickies and, um, if you want more of us, I think we've been on some shows recently. Have I've we? been on a show. Drop it. What okay. show you been on? You should go check out Side Character Quest. Um, you've heard him. He's been on here. Our good certified animal boy, Eli, is going to be my DM Eli? on Side Character Quest. We have a cool Halloween special. It's out now. You can check that out on the feed. I play Maple. This is my second time returning as Maple. Um, and it's very fun. A bit too spooky. Ooh. But not Ooh. so spooky. Um, and I think you should definitely check it out. Uh, Side Character Quest. It's again, little nibble, nibble, nibble late. It's a good nibbleita. It's a, a little nibbleita. It's a little uh-huh. nibbleita that I like. That's you guaranteed over there. <laughs> side it. character quest. Um, books. If you haven't got a chance to listen to it, you were over on uh, Movie of the Year podcast. Yeah, that's if you're into the spooky. That's a bit of a spooky. The spooky topic. and the fucked up. Go ahead and head over there. Yeah, Is that the Salo one. Salo. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, we'll be coming up on some more episodes over there. So keep a watch on uh, your pop filters feed. And uh, if you want a recommendation for some other shows, you're in luck because we're part of the Scavengers Network, which is full of a lot of great shows. Um, if you're into Marvel and nerd things, you should check out Timeline Scavengers. Um, our friends over at Your Pop Filter were actually recently on there. They're helping them get through uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And um, they're big Deke fans. Uh, it's Deke versus Deke fans versus non-Deke fans over there. So it's getting brutal. It's getting heavy. Uh, you should check that out. Do you like the Deke? Do you like the deke? (laughs) What kind of deke do you like? Let the people know. Um, All right. That's their show, though. This has been Unnatural 20s. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to catch us with a new episode on Monday. Kessie, do you want to let you know that you're still at the bottom for the points-wise? I know you didn't ask for it. I know. I don't want them because I'm at the bottom. And uh, I'm at the top still. Great. So, books, you know where you are. (laughs) Fill in the blanks. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.